Weekdays at 1, Ave Maria Radio. 990 WDEO, Ypsilanti, Detroit, W300CO Dexter, and Ave Maria Radio Station, and on the net at AveMariaRadio.net. the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. And a little alarm went off in the back. I'm like, what is that for? Anyway, welcome to Mass Appeal. This is Colleen Kelly Mass, your hostess every week. I'm a life coach, an author, a speaker, a mother, a wife, a sister. And so I know what relationships are like, and I know that life is challenging. Sometimes it seems like a big test, but it's really... Mm, like a track meet where you have to jump a bunch of hurdles on our way to heaven. So let's join together as we usually do on Saturday mornings and look at the ways that we can jump some of those hurdles in our lives. This show is about free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. You just call in this toll-free number, 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK, but really the K falls off. You get to talk to Melissa, our call screener, tell her your name, where you're calling from, and the topic of your question. You don't have to tell her the whole thing, but just the basic information. She'll put it on my computer board here. I'm over in Illinois. She's over at Domino Farms in Michigan at the Ave Maria Radio Studios. And when it's your turn, we will call you on, so just stay on the line. And when you hear your name called, that means we're chatting on the phone. Don't be nervous. It's kind of an intimate thing to be on radio because people don't have to see you and they don't really exactly know you. But if you are in one of those cities that has Catholic radio all over and everyone discusses it and you just want to remain anonymous, you can just say, I'm Annie Anonymous if you're female and Andy Anonymous if you are a male. So we can take those, but prefer just to hear your first name, where you're from, and the topic of your question. So give us a call. Your calls drive the show. My background is in family life education. I've been on Catholic radio for 24 years now, offering this free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. So let me know what's disturbing your peace. But you know what? Sometimes it's our scriptures that disturb our peace. When you read all these challenges that Jesus gives us in the Gospels or the challenges from St. Paul and his writings. So give us a call with your question or personal problem. The number is 877-573-573. 7825-877-5-PEP-TALK. And we will, this Sunday, uh, talk about the, uh, coming up this Sunday, we'll be into the, the love gospel, loving God. And when those Pharisees asked Jesus to name the greatest commandment, he answered, he answered the same way any good pious Jew would answer. He recites the Shema from the sixth chapter of Deuteronomy. So those of you that are Old Testament scholars would know that, but it's in the New Testament too, and it's coming up in Sunday's Gospel. 
You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. But then, Jesus adds something new. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So, why would Jesus add this fresh commandment? Because, well, if we truly love God, we will love everyone God loves. Even those people who are for us maybe rather unlovable. So think of your children, your aunts, your uncles, your spouse, your parents, people that have you've lived close to, co-workers, neighbors. And if you truly love God, Bishop Aaron says, we will love everyone God loves, even those who are for us rather unlovable. He said, had he, he had referred to a story about Nancy and Ronald Reagan and uh, in the Magnificat uh, meditation for tomorrow. And he says if Nancy had not fallen in love with Ronald Reagan, she wouldn't have cared for the things that he loved. And so what he says is if we haven't fallen in love with God, we will probably find a lot of people not to our liking. So think about that. Are you irritated easily? And if so, are you really loving what God loves, the people that God loves? Do you really love God? If we don't love God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, we might not love people that irritate us, will we? But if we do love Him with all our hearts, mind, and strength, we will love the people that He loves, which is everyone, isn't it? So how are you loving? Are you being selective? And do you really love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength? Well, those of you that go to daily Mass or at least read the daily readings know that yesterday, Friday, um, we had that uh, letter from Paul to the Romans that challenges us all the time. So give us a call if you were challenged by that as well, or you're just facing some difficulties in your own family, a decision you're trying to make, and you're struggling and want a second opinion, give us a call, 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. This is Colleen Kelly-Mast on Mast Appeal. By the way, you can learn more about my work at my website. You can learn about my life coaching. You can learn about my speaking. You can learn about my books, Love Ed, Sex Respect, and... Love and Life, a Christian Sexual Morality Guide for Teens. Actually, we're going to mention that in a moment when we talk about my love quizzes. I have a whole chapter of love quizzes. Love your neighbor, love yourself, love God in my Love and Life book. But anyway, I was just mentioning Roman. Paul has expressed a lot of frustration, and I think that has to do with... Are we loving ourselves enough? Because we look at that gospel like, love your neighbor as yourself. And I've, I've struggled with that a lot. Like, what do you mean love yourself? Well, love yourself back in the 80s and 90s was love yourself more than God and love yourself more than everybody else. And But what does love yourself mean? So I was praying about that in light of yesterday's first reading from Paul uh, to the Romans, chapter 7, verse 18 to 25. And that is that one that we might remember, the one where he expresses our human struggle. He says, Brothers and sisters, I know that good does not dwell in me that is in my flesh. The willing is ready at hand. So it means he wants to do good, but doing the good is not. So St. Paul says it's easier to do something bad than something good. He said, for I do not do the good I want, but I do the evil I do not want. So think about, 
our impatience, our irritability, our shortness with people, our selfishness, our putting ourselves before others when we should put others first. So St. Paul says, now if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. So this is part of our acknowledgement of original sin. We actually sometimes like sin. (laughs) So then Paul says, I discover the principle that when I want to do right, evil is at hand. And so for us, we can take that to say that this is a temptation. Evil is there, but we don't have to follow it, do we? It's at hand. And do we follow that or not? So Paul says, for I take delight in the law of God in my inner self. So that's our conscience. That's our our formation that we've received all these years of going to Mass, listening to the Gospel, praying, studying the Ten Commandments, going to confession, going to adoration. So Paul says, For I take delight in the law of God in my inner self, but I see in my members another principle at war with the law of my mind, taking me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. That's those urges, those impulses that are actually temptations. So Paul says, Miserable one that I am, who will deliver me from this mortal body? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So, thanks be to God, Jesus Christ our Lord. He has redeemed you. He has redeemed me. And all of our sins can be resisted because of his strength. But we sometimes have to be aware and prepare. When I speak with some of my life coaching clients who might be struggling with a specific sin or a specific bad habit or a specific fault, we have to look to see where those circumstances are coming up. When does this usually happen? Am I tired? Am I hungry? Am I thinking negative thoughts about that person? Am I not being loving? Am I rushed? So sometimes if we look at some of our faults, We really would love ourselves more if we would be aware and prepare to resist temptation. Because that's loving yourself into heaven. Loving yourself to a place where we want to uh, be more like Christ. Where we want to overcome our sinfulness. So be aware. Prepare, overcome that sinfulness because Jesus redeemed us. So Paul just reminds us that how are we going to manage this? The sin that dwells in us, this desire to sin, this impulsive weakness, and and this desire that we have to know, love, and serve God. So be aware and prepare. Observe that temptation. So instead of falling, resist it until this resistance becomes a habit. Because right now, your sourness or your crankiness at home or whatever, it might be a bad habit. You've done it so long. Or picking on your spouse. Or nagging your children. Or complaining at work. That might just be a bad habit. And what we need to do is replace that weakness or with, with a practice, practicing a habit of a virtue. So, if Paul says, I do not do the good I want, but I do the evil I do not want, think of why you're doing it, what situations you're doing it. You know, did you think that was your duty? Or was it vanity? You're worried what other people think? Or somebody told you to do that? Or you're hungry or cranky or you're drinking too much? Because it might be easier to do the good things once you are aware ready and practicing the virtues and the good. So think of how much we love God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, all our strength. And loving him didn't necessarily stop Paul from messing up, 
but acknowledging his redemption, the power he has in Christ, gives us that strength to resist the sin, to resist the temptation. And look what kind of life Paul had. Well, St. Faustina gives us our strength, too, in her quote. She says, How great is your name, O Lord! It is the strength of my soul. When my strength fails and darkness invades my soul, she says, Your name is the sun whose rays give light and also warmth. And under their influence, the soul becomes more beautiful and radiant. So, St. Paul, St. Faustina, Jesus Christ, giving us advice from a Catholic perspective. One more, St. Francis of Assisi, also gives us advice when we're doing what we want and um, avoiding evil, knowing that what we want should be the good. And we're looking at loving God and loving others. So how can we repair that damage? So the church also talks about reparation. We have the sacrament of reconciliation, where we reconcile with God for our faults, our weaknesses, our sins. And so we do a penance, and then we try to do what we call reparation. What are we doing to repair the damage that we did between our relationship with us and God and the relationship between us and the neighbor that we may have offended, or maybe even offended our own soul by practicing bad habits, sinful habits. So St. Francis of Assisi says, Let us therefore have charity and humility and give alms because it washes the stains of our sins from our clothes. So that's the practice back from the Old Testament of giving alms, offering sacrifices. For although people lose everything they leave behind in this world, they nevertheless carry with them the rewards of charity and the alms that they have given for which they will receive a reward in a fitting repayment from the Lord. So God will repay us for our alms as we think of this this month of uh, coming up of the souls and of uh, Thanksgiving getting ready. Think of what you can give, what you can share, what you can repair, what you can do to make up for your sins so we truly can love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength and love our, love our neighbor as well as ourselves. Well, I never did get to that quiz about loving our friends and companions based on Corinthians, that's in my Love and Life book, but we'll do that later. Time for our break and time for your calls. You give us a call. Your calls drive the show. You decide what the topics are today. Here we are, trying to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, love our neighbor, love ourselves, so that we can be with God one day as well. Lots to think about today. Give us a call with your question or personal problem at 573-5825-877-5 Pep Talk. This is Colleen Kelly Mast. You're listening to Catholic Radio. This show is called Mast Appeal, and we'll be back with your calls in just a moment. On the next Epiphany. Strive for peace with all men and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Vanessa Denhagarmo here. Marcelo Paulos Garcia will be talking about spiritual maintenance in her documentary, Peregrina. Pro-life warrior Monica Miller invites us to support Ohio in the fight to protect life. Epiphany, weekdays at noon on Ave Maria Radio. It's time for Family Man with Dr. Gregory Popchuk. 
God isn't content to love us from a distance. That's why he emptied himself, was born a man, walked among us, suffered, died, and rose again. That's why, having ascended to the Father, he gives us the sacraments, all so that we can experience his extravagant love through our senses. Being generously and appropriately affectionate with our kids is an important way to teach them about Christ's own embodied extravagant love. There's nothing stingy or reserved about the way God loves his children, you and me, and we're called to love our children as demonstratively as he loves us. To discover more ways your family can celebrate the liturgy of domestic church life, check out the newest editions of Parenting with Grace and visit CatholicCounselors.com. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, but you can call me Family Man. To discover more ways faith can enrich your life, visit CatholicCounselors.com. Ever thought you'd make a bundle by trading in or selling your used vehicle only to find out it's worth a dinner for two? Well, it's much more valuable to donate your vehicle to Ave Maria Radio. Thousands of Americans donate their vehicle each year. The donation to Ave Maria is easy, tax-deductible, and supports our efforts to evangelize. A year from now, will you remember that dinner or your gracious and selfless donation? Go to AveMariaRadio.net to find out more. That's AveMariaRadio.net. Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. Yep, it's toll free. You get time before the next break. So what do you need help with? Give me a call. The number is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. My background is in family life, education, besides being a life coach. I have teaching certificates in health, science, physical education, and theology. And God called me, put all this together. I knew I wanted to get a lot of majors and developed a lot of talents and interests and singing and piano lessons and typing, all the classes my mom made us take, drama. Um, She said we had to develop our talents and God took all those and he goes, I can use this girl. And I had a willing heart and he called me to help him. He called me to teach. He called me in my writings, love and life, sex, respect and love ed are just all an outcome of my teaching classes people would say, how do you get your students to turn out like that? And I'm like, well, I tell them the truth with great love. And so I became an author <laughs> and then uh, became a speaker and then traveled all over the world training catechists and, and various teachers and social workers and parents on how to teach love effectively. And now Love Ed is a program with uh, videos that your parents could put on, five different seminars on video with workbooks to help parents connect with their children or with their preteens or with their teens. There's father-son programs, mother-daughter programs. Go to my website and check it out. Respect the number four, the letter U, respectforyou.com. Look up Love Ed, and there are four seminars there for your parish to put on. I also um, got a, a cute email from someone, from Bob, um, who's, who had some nice things to say about the show. He said, I love hearing your theme music and your voice every Saturday. But he said, today, which was last week, you explain God's position on marriage and same-sex marriage better than I have ever heard from anyone, priests, readings, friends, myself. So he says, thank you for all your comfort. So if anybody wants to hear that, it was, I think it was the top of the second hour on last week's show. So October 21st, go to AveMariaRadio.net into the archives where I answered that question 
And even from a, a public health perspective, when I wrote it up in, in Sex Respect, where you can't speak of the religion and the beauty of the sacrament and the church holding up high the, the, the marriage act, but even from a health teacher's perspective, I taught in Sex Respect that it's unhealthy and against nature to introduce the reproductive system to the digestive system. You know, because those organs are not meant to unite. And when you try to unite organs that are not meant to unite, it does harm to the body. So whether it's beautiful theology language or simple science, um, the church's teachings are correct on saying that we can't say something's a marriage when it really isn't a marriage and it cannot be consummated. So if you want to hear that whole explanation that Bob liked, um, go ahead to the archives at AveMariaRadio.net under Mast Appeal, last week's show, October 21st. And here's another sweet thing that Bob said in his email. He said, I still pray for my EWTN friend Raymond's repose of his soul. Those of you that are regular listeners know that we had a regular caller, Raymond, that would call us as he was sick, as he was passing away. Um, you know, when they put him on hospice, he called in, and, and then we didn't hear from him. And uh, one of our listeners that had uh, called and prayed with him in between times well, let us know or found out from his uh, one of his relatives, his nephew, I think, that he had passed away. So, so yes, let's pray continually for the repose of the soul of Raymond. Also, following up from last week, I uh, ordered those books when we had... Uh, Bear Wozniak on the show talking about his cowboy book, 12 Rules for, Rules for Manliness, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone, that you can get on Amazon. 12 Rules for Manliness, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone. We knew it was going to be a great book. I bought five of them. So for the sons and son-in-laws for Christmas, one for my husband, he started reading it, and I, it took, him, took me a while just to convince him, like, please read this. The book's been here a couple of days. We want, I want to know if it's good to give all the boys for Christmas, if it's not going to offend them in any way or, you know, re- that they might reject it. So he, my husband read like 125 pages the first day yesterday. So he said it's good, it's, uh, so it's not um, over the top. But it's perfect for men who want to be men, who want to know what a real man is, which a lot of people in the next couple generations don't. So go ahead and and I'll give you um, an encouragement to get that as I did last week. The book called 12 Rules for Manliness, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? by Bear Wozniak. And he said just buy it on Amazon. So um, it's a great book. And it's about manliness, about man having a creed and honor and keeping his word and getting the job done and building brotherhood. So it has a lot of wonderful concepts that men need today who are so isolated and put down by the media for the last 30 years. They make men and dads, fathers, husbands look like doofuses back even on the Disney Channel. But but we've got to bring back manliness, not a toxic manliness, not an oppressive manliness, but the good, strong virtuous manliness and Bear Wozniak's book 12 Rules for Manliness will help you do that if you want to give that out for Christmas presents and give us a call with your question or personal problem the number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825 877-5-PEP-TALK and speaking of Christmas presents reminds me of another email I got this week um, from Helen one of our regular listeners that's always emailing me and helping me out here. And she said the, um, that it's a good idea to, to talk about Christmas gifts on the show. Christmas gifts for all ages. We've done that before. We often do it during Advent. 
Sometimes we'll have people call in that have a certain product. I remember one lady called in to sell her candles. Some Another lady makes rosaries. Um, we might recommend books. So maybe we'll do that this Saturday after Thanksgiving that we can talk about some good Christmas gifts we can give or a Christmas gift you received that was very meaningful or something that was lasting. And so we can all get ideas of meaningful Christmas gifts because that's what we want to do. So for now, give us a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Our first caller today was Abraham from Washington State, listening on Sacred Heart Radio. And he couldn't stay on the line, but he said he told our call screener he wants to know how he can encourage others to tell the truth because there are so many lies out there. Hmm. Boy, that's a broad question and a good one, Abraham. How can we encourage others to tell the truth? Well, the first thing we want to do is tell the truth ourselves and then very gently call out lies with a rhetorical question. That's what that's what would make it more acceptable. Because if you just say, Oh, that's a lie or don't, you know, do that or you disagree with them, you might start an argument. But if you said, Hmm, that's interesting. I never heard that before. I thought for example, like this was true. Like the the question on gay marriage, like that's interesting. How could how could they consummate a marriage if they have opposite sex organs? Like that's hard to believe. And or if somebody says they're changing their sex, like oh, we know they can't do that. That's impossible. It's down to every chromosome. You're either XX or XY. So either very lightly, we can present what we know to be the truth. Or if somebody says they're for abortion, I'd say, oh my goodness. Oh, I can't hardly believe you think killing babies is okay. Okay, do you? You know, so so bring it up with a question or question what they say. Speak the truth as you know it to be in a way that is not confrontational and doesn't start an argument. So tell the truth yourself and very gently call out what we hear to be lies. Thanks for the call, Abraham. You give us a call to 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. If you are a high school junior or senior, college student, or post-grad interested in attending Ave Maria University or Ave Maria School of Law, join us for the Ave Maria Fall Fest on Saturday, November 4th at 5.30 p.m. in the EBA Cafe at Domino's Farms in Ann Arbor. Enjoy dinner, a Sunday bar, and giveaways. Learn about generous scholarship opportunities, admissions, and meet alumni. Registration by October 30th is required. To RSVP, visit AveMariaFoundation.org. Fire on the earth, Peter Herbeck. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. And one of the things that he meant by that was the Christian people understand the larger story that's unfolding in history. So as St. Paul said, as the saints echoed very clearly, we're now living through just a, a short moment, a slight momentary affliction, he calls it, in this life, which is going to make way and lead us to an eternal glory beyond all compare. The secret to the fruitfulness and the strength of the apostles was that they lived with a clear vision of the future, an eternal perspective, fixed on the destiny 
of where their life was headed. And they lived with the realization that, wow, yeah, life is very short here. Everything is temporary. Nothing here in this world is ultimately going to last except the ultimate destinies, the eternal destinies of every human being that exists on the earth. And they knew that whether good things were coming their way or bad things from the world's perspective were coming away, nothing could steal from them, nothing could take away the gold that was in their heart, the treasure that they bore. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. Peter Herbeck spreads fire on the earth, weekday mornings at 6.30 and again at 11.45 on 990 Ave Maria Radio. To Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. Call now. Lines open, waiting to hear from you. Whatever you're struggling with, do you love God perfectly with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength? Do you love yourself perfectly so that you care for your soul and you want to develop all those virtues so you'll look just like Jesus Christ on the inside? Do you love your neighbor as yourself? Well, to struggle with any of those things, maybe I can help you. Give me a call. The number is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. So our steps are fall in love with God. Love yourself and your soul and your capacity to love God and love your neighbor as yourself. So last week we uh, went through one of the quizzes in my Love and Life book, the one about loving God. So this week I thought I'd take the time to do the Love Our Friends and Companions. Now this quiz is on page 52 of my Love and Life book for teens, but really the quiz is based on St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians, that's in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 to 8. And we can check our progress in love based on that scripture. So I created some questions and I put them in my Love and Life book for teenagers that can help us right now think about how loving are we. So rate yourself. If you've got a pencil there, you can make little plus signs if you're good at that. (laughs) And a little check marks if you don't. So the first one, when St. Paul says love is patient, love is kind, love is not jealous, that's the, the reading that we're talking about. So, are you patient? That's a good question. That's just the first one. Wait till you get to the other 25. Are you kind? Is your patience such that you can wait for other people who are late without complaining? Hmm. Do you avoid telling other people their faults if it's unnecessary? Or if you've already told them 20 times. That could be kindness. Can you turn frustration into prayer and understanding? Wow, that is loving. That's loving yourself and your neighbor. Can you turn frustration into prayer and understanding? So that's part of being kind. Do you avoid gossip? That's part of being kind. That's part of loving yourself, your own soul, and loving your neighbor. Do you care about other people's feelings? That's about loving your own soul, loving God, and loving your neighbor. Are you thoughtful of other person's needs before they ask? Are you so loving that you're looking out like, oh, uh, this would make that person happy. Let me make their coffee before they get up. Let me change their sheets. Let me um, do something around the house for them. Let me get their, their books ready for their homework if it's one of your kids. 
So are you thoughtful of others' needs before they ask? And if you find if you find you have a spouse that's always nagging and asking you things, well, anticipate what they're going to ask you and do it ahead. And that's going to make him so happy. And then you eliminate the nagging, right? Like taking the garbage out or something like that. How loving am I? Do you share your time generously with others? Or are you stingy and selfish with most of your extra time? Do you keep from jealousy and possessiveness? Well, this is quite an examination of conscience on 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 to 8. Do you avoid trying to control others for your gain? Wow, did you ever think about that? Loving God and loving your neighbor? Yep, you're not God. Do you avoid trying to control others for your gain? Do you keep from being snobbish? Do you think you're better than other people? Do you think you're better than God? Um, Think about that. Are you nice to people you do not know? Do you treat others as Christ would? Mm, merciful, loving, kind, thoughtful. Are you warm and sympathetic? Do you keep from rudeness, always displaying good manners? Wow. I mean, good manners. Even if you're empty nesters, are you? Uh, do you think, oh, my spouse is here, she's not going anywhere, or he's not going anywhere? Are we displaying good manners to everybody on the way into church, on the way out of church, with our neighbor? Are we, if their leaves fall in our yard, <laughs> do we throw them back? Actually, someone, my neighbor's dog pooped in my garden, but I did have her clean it up. So, we, do we keep from rudeness? Do we carry a gloomy cloud around us? That's not love. Do you tease or annoy others? That's not love. This is a big quiz. It's almost like an examination of conscience. Do I love God? Do I love my neighbor? Do I tease or annoy others? Do I keep from selfishness and demanding my own way? Am I too touchy and sensitive? Do I control my anger and process it properly? By maybe going for a run or being more merciful and forgiving them rather than stuffing it in and it's going to come out later. How am I loving God and others? Do I pray for others when I'm tempted to be angry at them or judgmental of them? Do I keep from holding grudges? Do I forgive quickly? Am I quick to forgive? And when somebody does something wrong, am I like secretly happy? That's that original sin in us. Like, "Ah, yeah, yeah, I'm glad he did that bad. I'm glad he got in trouble. I'm glad he fell. That's against what Paul teaches us as well. That's against what Jesus says. So, do I avoid saying, I told you so? That would be loving. Or do you just love to get that jab in? Okay, more loving. Do we love God? Do we love our neighbor as ourselves? Do we love ourselves? Do I think the best of others? Do I rejoice when good wins out? Do I help others along when they are struggling? Am I trustworthy? Am I positive and hopeful? Am I dependable? Am I quick to show sorrow after offending others? So think about those areas where you love well and think about those areas of love where you can improve. And if you just took a little, made a little bit of improvement each day from now till the end of your life, you'll be a beautiful soul by the time you meet our Lord. So that was a quiz on page 52 of 
Love and Life, A Christian Sexual Morality Guide for Teens by myself, Colleen Kelly Mast. You can get it from Ignatius Press or get it from me at my website, respect the number four, the letter U, dot com. So try that out. Become a more loving person as we prepare for this week's gospel. So we want to fall in love with God, love God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, all our strength. We want to love ourselves in overcoming sin, loving our soul, growing in virtue, reading these scriptures, um, getting a copy of this quiz. I don't think I have it posted on my website, but it is in the book, Love and Life. And love your neighbor as yourself. And now we can understand that loving ourselves means made in the image and likeness of God, being clear of sin, living in the state of grace, and growing in virtue in all these little stinking faults and weaknesses that we have, because St. Paul tells us, what are we going to do when our flesh wants to do something else, even though our conscience is telling them something else? We turn to Jesus Christ. And as St. Faustina says, again, I'll get a little bit of her quote in before the music, and we'll take Ray after the music. So, St. Faustina said, how great is your name, O Lord, it is the strength of my soul. So when we want to overcome these weaknesses, remember what St. Faustina said. God's name is the strength of our soul. When my strength fails and the darkness invades my soul, your name, Lord, is the sun whose rays give light and also warmth. And under their influence, the soul becomes more beautiful and radiant. So here's to a beautiful soul from St. Paul, St. Faustina, and from Jesus Christ. Give us a call, 877-5-PEP-TALK. What are some major offenses against the Eighth Commandment? The Catholic Catechism states that false witness, that is, lying in court, and perjury, which is lying under oath, are especially grave sins because they are stated publicly. Such false statements contribute to the condemnation of the innocent and the exoneration of the guilty or the increased sentence of the accused. If we assume the moral fault of another without sufficient evidence, we commit the sin of rash judgment. We offend by the sin of detraction when we reveal the faults of another without an objectively valid reason to someone who did not know them. Calumny is the sin of lying about another person, thereby harming their reputation and contributing to occasions of false judgments regarding them. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. The Catholic Church teaches that Jesus Christ is literally and wholly present, body and blood, soul and divinity, under the appearances of bread and wine. St. John the Apostle records the John chapter 6 Bread of Life discourse in which Jesus states that his flesh is true food and his blood true drink. Who better to understand John's writings and subsequent teachings than a disciple and student of John, St. Ignatius of Antioch? In his letter to the Smyrnians in 110 A.D., Ignatius writes, I have no taste for corruptible food, nor for the pleasures of this life. I desire the bread of God, which is the flesh of Jesus Christ. And for drink, I desire his blood, which is love incorruptible. The Catholic Church absolutely follows St. John and St. Ignatius in taking Jesus at his word. Examining the truths of the Catholic faith, this is faithforensics.org.
Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. Struggling with a relationship in your life, a problem you're trying to solve, a decision you have to make, need to build a bridge with some family members before Thanksgiving, what's disturbing your peace? Or maybe after I just read that uh, quiz about loving our friends and companions and loving God, you're struggling with yourself. (laughs) Whatever might be your question or personal problem, give me a call. Your calls drive the show. You decide what the topics are today. And the number to get on today's show, as always, each week is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK as we fall in love with God, love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, love ourselves, and be the best we can be, and love our neighbor as ourselves. Get ready for tomorrow's gospel. Okay, Ray from Pennsylvania, listening on JMJ Radio. Welcome to the show, Ray. How can I help you today? Uh, thanks for taking my call, Colleen. Sure, thanks for calling. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was in my car listening to your show, and you talked about something that your husband had, or for lack of a better word, selling, uh, for uh, X39, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yeah. Okay, right. and I was wondering, it sounded... To me, it sounded very interesting, and I was wondering if, it, if it's something that uh, I could use. Now, I went to your website, but I couldn't find any information to link to uh, X39. So, You're right. I summary of what it's yeah, about? Or? I failed to put it up there. I'll try to get it up there um, today, maybe as, as soon as I can. So let me write yeah. myself a note. Put it up on the website. You're right. So um, it would help. So this is uh, something that X39 is a phototherapy patch that right. activates the GHK copper peptide in your body, whichever, like all the anti-aging people have studied that GHK copper peptide. And those copper peptides tell your stem cells to reactivate so you uh your immune system and and your your body can repair itself like it was when you were younger and so somebody that was one of our radio listeners annette um gave sent me some back in may after after my husband had had his second stroke or well probably his third stroke by now but anyway he's so much better so um so she sent him to me and i just let him sit there like oh what is this i don't have time for anything and then we finally (laughs) tried him when she called me back and um we tried him and he has gotten great results he's actually healthier now than he was before his stroke in april he's got more energy he even his knee pain that didn't you know he just kind of adjusted to his went away right away he used to take tums like we did two bottles of tums a month for his indigestion we haven't even bought one since then you know so i i got on him and some of our friends got on him so all it is is a phototherapy patch that supports that the the natural energy in our body it doesn't put anything into your body so it's not like a a treatment or um so it's not transdermal it's not like a pain patch it's just back on that you know the hundred year old science how we use light to improve our health or how how god uses light for us to make melanin you know so we don't you know burn you know so for thousands of years we've looked at the effect of different lights and colors on our body so this inventor david schmidt who's a a devout christian knows enough physics that he's put in this little patch that's like as big as a band-aid looks like a round little band-aid about an inch and a quarter and in in the middle of that he's got different um messengers like salts and amino acids and you know little kind of crystal formations of natural things out of the earth that have the signal that tells your copper peptides 
to increase and go stimulate your stem cells. So then since then I've learned that there are a bunch of other patches as well, but X39 is there, and they even have a skin treatment thing that does from the inside out, has a patch and skin lotion. Um, they have a spray that helps you go to sleep at night that they just can... Um, like mentioned, talk about is aromatherapy, but because the FDA is after these guys because they can't, it's not a drug and it's not um, a food. It's just a, like a little patch with some signals in it that doesn't put anything in your body. So they have to, they have to watch very carefully what they say about it. Um, wow. But uh, but anyway, here's what you can do. So you're right. So my husband, who hadn't worked in like 10 years, decided he likes this so much. He's going to help our radio listeners that want that want their questions answered. He'll send you something via email, some information, and it'll help you order if you want. So um, his... Uh, uh, I'm uh, uh, okay. I'm 74, so uh, okay. I like that uh, healthier energy. I definitely need that. No kidding. <laughs> they even have a besides the X39 um, that stimulates your stem, stem cells to to give you that youthful feeling. They even have one called a patch called Energy Enhancer that isn't a stimulant. This guy David Schmidt divide. Er, devised it for the Navy SEALs who wanted to be able to stay awake through their shifts without caffeine. So it doesn't oh, wow. give you a stimulant. It just energizes your cell. So it, like, goes into the cell. The signals go into the cell. So I don't understand it all. It's pretty cool. But if you want to, to um, learn more, you can email my husband at Kent Mast. It's four, two four-letter words, K-E-N-T-M-A-S-T at Yahoo.com. Should be easy to remember. Kent Mast at Yahoo. Yahoo.com. And then a website with more information for people that just want to check it out would be liveyounger.com. Liveyounger.com. And I'll try to get those posted to my Facebook fan page and my um, website, which I'm not that good at, but I'll try to do that today. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah so yeah, we don't... talking to somebody who is in kindergarten on the computer. <laughs> okay, well, then you just, if you could email Kent, um, kentmast at yahoo.com, or leave your phone number with the call screener, I can have him call you. If that would be easier, okay, uh, Ray? Uh, uh, yes, we did that. Okay, leave your phone number at the call screener, and I, right, I can yeah. have my husband call you because I know a lot of, of our listeners and, and everybody would rather talk to a human person. And uh, he's <laughs> he's now learned how to order. He's just been doing this a couple of weeks, but he's learned how to order. Um, and it's exciting that some of our radio listeners that already started their X39 and sometimes the Eon anti-inflammatory patch are already you know, and, getting and good results. About this on your show. I felt comfortable uh, 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 doing some research on it through through his website or just talking to you. It, it kind of sparked my interest, but I feel confident because you're talking about it. So it's it's you know it's good. Oh. Thank you. And my husband said that, too. He says, you have a trust level with people. And so I have to be careful, like, what I try, what I do, and what I say, because people do, exactly. do trust and me. I that understand that. And that's when I heard on your show. It's like, oh, okay. I may be looking into this then. <laughs> okay. All right. It's, okay. It's, Colleen, it's thank, interesting. thank you for all your information and taking my call. Have a good rest of the day. Okay. Thanks. Okay. You're welcome. And, bye-bye now. Bye-bye. And is it for you, the only people that cannot use the X39? or uh, the X49, which is another patch for athletic performance and osteopenia. It's a muscles and bones kind of patch, but it also has stimulates some stem cells. The only people that can't are people that had an organ transplant that are taking a medicine that keeps their immune system from working because this 
increases your cellular activity and your immune system will get stronger. So only people who had a transplant that are taking a medicine to shut down their immune system so it doesn't work against their transplant, that's all. So it's simple. It's not really, it's just a physics thing. It's a phototherapy patch that has some cool signals in it. All right, you give us a call with your question or personal problem. How are you learning to love God with all your heart, love yourself, take care of yourself, get healthy, improve the relationships in your life? Give us a call. The number to get on today's Master Appeal is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. We'll be back with your calls in just a moment. Is social media leading to more young women getting cosmetic surgery? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. Our daughter and family just welcomed a new baby girl into the world. The boys in our family are now outnumbered for sure. I've witnessed how some of our girls often struggle with self-image and body issues. These issues are now being enhanced by social media. First Peter teaches us that it is not outward beauty that is important, but it should be that of our inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. Studies indicate that young women are going under the knife for more cosmetic procedures in direct response to social media. Encourage the women in your life to practice self-compassion. Build them up. Help them find ways to be content in their own skin. True self-esteem is having confidence that I am who God says I am. For more on this, head over to our Journey Strong tab at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. I read a quote on social media that I knew I had to share. It read, Never trust your tongue when your heart is bitter. Stay silent until you heal. That has proven to be solid advice on social media, especially when the conversations are about politics. People are spewing so much hate and anger on these platforms. Social media does not lend itself to constructive debates on any issue. I doubt you convince anyone arguing over politics on those platforms. Instead, we must share truth with charity. It's not about arguing with someone. It's about filling your own heart with the love of Christ first, so you can share that with others when you post or tweet. What you share must come from a place of love, even if it's something that other people don't want to hear or accept as truth. Let's first heal our hearts by filling it with the love of God, then go out and share truth. This has been a Christ Center communication message. I'm Vanessa Donhagarmo, a communications evangelist. Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK, as we're trying to fall in love with God, love Him with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, love ourselves and our soul, particularly our soul, take care of ourselves, our body and soul, and love our neighbor as ourselves. Give us a call. If you need some help with some ideas on how to do that, the number is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. This is Colleen Kelly-Mast. You can learn more about my work at my website, 
respectforyou.com, and I promise I'll get that information up there soon of X39, or just email my husband, kentmast at yahoo.com. Okay, and I got another email, um, and we've got... Got a caller, I think, on the line, but they're still screening it. So you can call, too. There are lines open waiting to hear from you today at 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. So a couple of weeks ago, we were also talking about clean entertainment. And I think that part of loving yourself is keeping your mind clean. Okay, if you are, when I'm speaking with teenagers and young adults, I talk to them about the brainwashing that the media does. And if we think that entertainment is watching other people sin, do you ever think about it that way? Then we are harming ourselves. So part of loving ourselves would be to keep our mind clean and pure. Now, granted, there are movies that show the fight between good and evil. And we see that there is evil. But... We know that the good is good and the evil is evil. A lot of movies today try to make evil good and good evil, and they try to normalize things that are evil. And they're punching this into every little show. The first time you see it, you get a little stomach ache. The second time you see it, you're like, oh, do I want to watch this? And the third, fourth, fifth, tenth, the hundredth time you see it, you're like, oh, well, that's the world we live in. And so we watch shows or watch movies, or listen to podcasts sometimes, or listen to even um, different uh, channels on the radio or Internet that have say bad words on them, and we just take it as in stride. Well, loving yourself would be keeping your mind clean. So I, we had talked about clean entertainment a couple weeks ago. So our friend Helen, a Yiller listener, she wrote in, she emailed me this week and said, here are some shows she watches that are clean. So if you know some other clean entertainment, let us know. You could call in as well, 877-573-7825. So she says, One Calls the Heart and Anne of Green Gables are good shows. They, she, they have them on DVD. She said um, she watches old shows like Andy Griffith, Mayberry RFD, Leave it to Beaver, The Waltons, Little House on the Prairie, My Three Sons, Beverly Hillbillies, Petticoat Junction, The Lucy Show, Here's Lucy, I Love You Lucy, Father Knows Best, Blondie, Abbott and Costello, Ma and Pa Kettle, and the Peanuts movies. And she said there's a, a website called videovision.com, of course, EWTN. There's one called catholicvideo.com. Leaflet Missile has a lot of good Catholic movies, leafletonline.com, as does Ignatius Press. And Ignatius Press, as you know, a very trusted uh, publisher, also is it works with the group called Formed, formed.org. And even if your parish does not have a subscription, you can subscribe to Formed. It is like the Catholic Netflix. And you can see shows on Formed of all different saints. You can see kids' shows. You can see wonderful, clean, and good entertainment. So think of all the options that you do have of clean entertainment and if you want to call in about uh, other ideas besides all those wonderful shows that Helen just told us about if there's anything even new that comes out clean let us know because we want if you want to be entertained I don't I don't stop and be entertained a lot except here's what I listen to when I have time which is rare but like Saturday night if my husband's watching one of his movies that he likes that I don't like I will watch 
dry bar comedy. It's clean comedy. And if you do that on YouTube, good things will pop up that are other good comedians. And so now I have like three or four favorite clean comedians that will pop up on my YouTube feed. So dry bar comedy is filmed in, or recorded, I shouldn't say filmed, um, recorded in Utah for Mormon comedy clubs that want to use clean words. So thank you to the Mormons for upholding that standard of entertainment. And you, so you can go to YouTube if you have it, if you have internet. And type in clean comedy or dry bar comedy, and wonderful, funny comedians will pop up without you having to hear bad words, because we should laugh. So maybe it's old shows, maybe it's new shows, maybe it's uh, different comedians, maybe it's formed.org, maybe it's catholicvideo.com, visionvideo.com, EWTN that many of you listen to and watch regularly. Find, if you want entertainment, Find some clean entertainment that is good and helps you relax. And if you can't, you'd be better off just going and being with Jesus. You may have a longer prayer time instead of just a short night prayer. So utilize your time well. Or even go out in nature. You know, find ways that music's playing already. Um, find ways that you can relate to people, have good relationships with people, look out at the stars and develop your relationship with God and thank Him for all He's created in nature. Or at least if you're going to be inside this winter, choose one of those clean comedy things that Helen just told us about. Keep your mind pure, part of loving yourself. Give us a call, 877-573-7825. We'll be back in a moment. On the next Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. We'll keep you closely connected to the faith with the latest from Rome, the front lines of the pro-life movement, and we'll also take a look at other crucial issues facing you and your family in our one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Weekday mornings at 8 on Ave Maria Radio's 990 AM and 105.5 and 107.9 FM. This is Life News Radio. I'm Jim Anderson. Forty out of 50 states' attorneys are now weighing in on a Texas discrimination suit against Yelp. The social media company admits fighting for unlimited abortion and, in its listings, warns consumers against using pregnancy support centers. After 24 states' attorneys blasted Yelp, now 16 abortion-friendly states' attorneys are blasting pregnancy support centers. Texas AG Ken Paxson justifies his suit, saying major companies cannot control consumers' behavior, especially on sensitive health issues like pregnancy and abortion. Defense attorneys for pro-life undercover reporter Sandra Merritt are seeking dismissal of charges. They say the California law under which she is charged is a content-based free speech restriction, something already rejected by the Ninth Circuit as unconstitutional. This is Life News Radio. News at Life News Radio should make you think, and often it should make you think about calling your elected officials in Washington, D.C. So remember this phone number, 202-224-3121. Let your senators, your representatives, hear from you. 202-224-3121. The abortion industry wants nations like Malawi to accept abortion, but... 
after pro-life seminars in Malawi showed young students the dangers and issues behind contraception and abortion, someone thought it fair to invite the local Planned Parenthood affiliate. When they showed up, students refused their presentation en masse and chased them from their school. To underscore their opinions, they took the contraceptives being offered and burned them. School officials note that since the pro-life presentations by Human Life International, there have been no teen pregnancies. For pro-life headlines delivered to your email address daily, sign up at lifenews.com. This has been Life News Radio. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. 990 WDEO, Ypsilanti, Detroit, W300CO Dexter, an Ave Maria radio station, and on the net at AveMariaRadio.net. Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. I would love to help you today. This is Colleen Kelly-Mast. I'm an author, a speaker, and a life coach, and here I am to coach you <laughs> this next hour when you give me a call. So let me know what's disturbing your peace. You probably have a family problem. You probably have a personal problem, don't we all? Sometimes I wish I could call my show and, and ask me some advice, and sometimes when you call in and you are asking about one of the problems I have, God really convicts me and like, now I've got to answer it for someone else because I have it too. So between us having five adult children, being married almost 50 years, we're getting close to that, and uh, I used to say 40 and it's way over 40 now, and uh, me coming from a large family of nine kids and being involved in so many things at the parish and different parishes, we've seen a lot of these problems before. So maybe just to know you're not alone, we do have problems. As St. Paul says uh, in yesterday's reading, like the, you know, that there's going to be strife, even it's sometimes that we cause ourselves. But Jesus Christ will save us from this. So how do we look at our problems of the day in light of God's love and mercy and kindness and patience and how we can grow? If we can't change other people, maybe we can change ourselves or the way we look at the problem. Or maybe there's a step we can take to solve the problem. Give me a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's masked appeal is 877 
573-7825-877-5 Pep Talk. Who is ready first here on the line? Joe from Michigan, listening on Ave Maria Radio, which reminds me the show is produced by Ave Maria Radio. And if you ever want to hear the archives, a show in the past, you can download a podcast from there or just listen to it. If you go to the archives at AveMariaRadio.net and Mass Appeal and the date of the show you want to listen to. So, Joe, what's your question? Sounds like you've got a family dilemma here. Yes, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. My question is, how can my wife and I best support our daughter? Uh, She's going through a divorce, but now she is also having a baby with a different man. We've gotten past the part where she decides to keep the child, which was really important. That was pretty emotional, but we're we're glad she made the right choice. But now how can we support her um, going forward? Wow. I bet there's a lot of conflict in your heart, huh, Joe? And you've been praying a lot with your wife. I can imagine how how challenging this situation is going to be. So, one, you save the baby's life. That should give me goosebumps. <laughs> so, so that's good. And you're right. It is very uncomfortable. How do we support someone who's struggling with the consequences of their own sin without judging them so much that we shun them away from us and uh yes. and, and where do we where is our love and and for this situation oh my heart just goes out to you um we look to jesus we look to his compassionate heart and how did he treat people who were struggling with their own sin and facing the consequences of it well first he never said i told you so he, he approached them always with love. Think of the woman caught in adultery, ready to be stoned. And he said, I forgive you, go and sin no more. He didn't say, I'm going to enable you keep sinning, let me get a house for you and your boyfriend or anything like that. But he did say, go and sin no more. And so the forgiveness is harder when you're looking at the consequences every day and there are new human beings involved. So, so in your heart, accept Whatever weaknesses drew her to this situation, you know, she was looking for love in all the wrong places and, um, you know, didn't have the, maybe the practice of, of self-control or maybe was drinking and lost her uh, ability to make a good decision. We don't know what led there, but, but whatever that is, tell God, I can forgive her for that. Um, and you want to help her as much as you can because Jesus would help people back on their feet, go and sin no more and give them a little advice. And so... She's probably not ready for any advice now. She just needs a support system. So have you taken her to a um, one of the, the pregnancy help centers so she can get like any particular things she needs, or does she have everything she needs to care for the baby? Um, that's a good question. We encouraged her to go. She's got a, a doctor now at a free clinic that she's able to see and uh, get health care, you know, in terms of... Mm-hmm making sure uh, that part's taken care of. So, yeah, she's going in the right direction on that. Okay. You might just go to a pregnancy help center because then you're going to get the faith-based help and a free ultrasound and maybe some maternity clothes, maybe some, you know, and, and they'll follow and help her through when the baby comes, knowing that I would suspect she's going to be a single mom then. Is she, when in her divorce she's going through, is she separated from that uh, original husband or is she still in yes. with him? Yeah, they, yeah, they live separately. Okay, so the, and are there other children involved? 
No, no. Okay, so this is her first child that she's carrying, but it's not with the husband that she's leaving. So what you want to do is support her emotionally so she doesn't crumble and want to get an abortion and lead her to Christ. And so is she out of the church or in the church? Is she still practicing her faith? Out. No. Out. All right. So when you present solutions, like one, okay, Number one, we're going to take her to um, a pregnancy help clinic that will carry her all the way through and help her with the baby as well. And then she needs just some comfort and direction to get her mind straightened out. Now, granted, if you raised her as a Catholic, which you did, didn't you? Was she, was she raised Catholic? Oh, his voice is muted. Um, so anyway, if she was raised as a Catholic, it would be... Um, she probably has a conscience, and so she knows what is right and wrong, and she probably is feeling bad and embarrassed enough as it is. And so by you helping her out in at least material ways and spiritual ways and maybe emotional ways too, she's going to feel God's mercy because she's going to think in her mind like, oh my goodness, I offended my parents, I've embarrassed my parents, I was in a bad marriage, now I'm pregnant, like everything in my life offends everything my parents believe in so she probably knows that you probably don't have to remind her that or she'd be very defensive so what you want to bring to her attention is how much god loves her his mercy for her that that the church through this pregnancy center wants to help her that god can restore her that you might want to read some of the stories of saints who have gone the wrong way first and come back and love God. I mean, just the story of St. Augustine, for example. At St. Augustine, read, you know, read, maybe if you and your wife could read some of St. Augustine's confessions and, and learn some of the things about God's mercy. Tell her the story of King David, who had a, um, <laughs> a serious um, out-of-wedlock pregnancy. People don't remember that... that Although God still let Jesus come from David's family, David made some huge mistakes in, in, with his lust. You know, he got Bathsheba pregnant, tried to have his her husband killed at the front lines, and they had the child. Uh, and, I mean, he, he created a mess, but he wrote some of the most beautiful penitential psalms. So if there's any way that you can lead her to understand God's mercy and love, maybe through giving the comfort of reading that some of the parts of the story of King David or reading a little bit about St. Augustine and reminding her that there is hope and salvation in Jesus Christ to do good, to reconcile with God. And even that reading I read at the beginning of the show of St. Paul from the Romans, Romans chapter 7, verse 18 to 25, that gives us understanding that gift of the understanding of the Holy Spirit. That because St. Paul says, like, I'm doing things I don't really want to do. Uh, I don't want to do it, but the sin dwells in me. You don't even have to say the word sin yet, because she might be rebellious to that. She, <laughs> she might not be open if she's away from the church. But, but we, can, we can talk about the things in that reading, reading Romans 7, verse 18 to 25, and just say St. Paul, who is a great saint that wrote all these epistles, struggled with what he knew he should do, in what he ended up doing. In his last line, who is going to deliver me from this mortal body? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So she needs some 
just gentle spiritual guidance maybe that scripture a story of King David and what he did the story of St. Augustine maybe one story a week or something and just keep letting her know God loves her she can clean up her life he gives her the grace to do that when she turns to him and maybe she'll even go to confession and come back to mass that's your real hope that's your ultimate goal is to get her back understanding god's mercy how much he has forgiven us the mercy of uh, that we learn about in pope john paul ii's encyclical um about mercy and about he takes the story of the prodigal son who ran away and messed up his life and then he addresses both that son and the father's mercy and the older brother is like hey i didn't mess up and you didn't throw a party for me so those those readings in the scriptures of mercy would be just things to just sit with talk about it and just ask her does she need any encouragement to go find that mercy that she needs and go to confession if she's willing to invite her to do that so you could take her a couple places to the pregnancy help center um to have her over and, or, and go over there and read these things and then lead her to god's mercy god's love so she has some hope because she's going to have a hard enough time physically having a baby and taking care of it herself because god dis- god decided that each child should have two parents one mother and one father somewhere so two questions for you joe is there any hope for this marriage she's divorcing to be restored or is that totally destroyed and not really a marriage i think it's pretty well destroyed okay. at this point and is there another is there hope that that marriage didn't exist and that she that this person that she had this baby with is that person marriage material or was it just um a random event no uh the person could be it sort of remains to be seen yeah okay we're gonna have the to test that out be, um, involved in the life of the child okay so if if there if there's potential for yes. that to be a family we want to point yeah. her that direction or guide her that direction but if he's not marriage material we don't want to guide her that so you see what i mean just little steps introduce her to god's mercy back to prayer the physical help she needs the emotional support she needs without um thinking that this is all fine like the rest of the culture oh so what a divorce oh so what a child that away like these are all wrong they're all bad but god forgives us when we acknowledge what we've done wrong and try to make good of the situation because jesus redeemed all things does that help you joe thank you so much for that great advice very comforting words it's really much appreciated Okay, thanks for the call. I'm sure it helped many other parents as well. So God bless you as you continue to do his work and bring his love to your daughter and everybody that you know. Time for our break. This is Colleen Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal. Thank Joe for his call. We've got an Annie Anonymous and a Patricia and a Roberta and a line waiting to hear from you as well. We'll have time for another call today. So we're going to go to our break, and we will be back with more of Mast Appeal right after this message. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, weekdays on Ave Maria Radio. I'll never forget hearing a beautiful talk many years ago by then Pope Benedict XVI when he was telling young people that God and the Ten Commandments, not a series of rules or restrictions meant to basically cramp our fun, but it stuck in my mind because he said, this is all about freedom and love and life. 
there's a certain structure to things. There's a certain natural law. And when you go against that, it's chaos. Whether we're talking about attacking innocent life in the womb, whether we're talking about thinking we can sleep around, look at the epidemic of STDs that we still have in this country, and they grow every single year. So this is what happens when we don't play by the rules. Things go out the window. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, weekday mornings from 8 to 10 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio and AveMariaRadio.net. It's time for Family Man with Dr. Gregory Popcha. St. Gregory of Nazianzus once said, He who does acts of mercy should do so with cheerfulness. The grace of a good deed is doubled when it's done with promptness and speed. The best way most of us can learn this approach to Christian service is in our family lives. That's why prompt, generous, consistent, and cheerful attention to each other's needs is such an important part of the liturgy of domestic church life. Every day, ask each other this life-changing question. What's one small thing each of us can do to make each other's lives a little easier or more pleasant? Then, remember to do those things as a way of letting God's love shine out through you in your family. To discover more ways your family can celebrate the liturgy of domestic church life, check out the newest editions of Parenting with Grace and visit CatholicCounselors.com. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, but you can call me Family Man. To discover more ways faith can enrich your life, visit CatholicCounselors.com. Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. Thanks for all your messages you're sending about clean comedy. <laughs> the, um, there we've got uh, Margaret said, remember Jeannie Robertson, jo- Robertson on YouTube. She is hilarious. Actually, empty your bladder before you watch Jeannie Robertson. That's a tip. Jeannie Robertson is hilarious. And um, I've watched uh, Mark Gunger's. I've recommended this to life coaching clients. Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage by Mark Gunger. That is funny about the male and female differences, how your husband thinks, how you think. Brian Reagan is clean comedy. Leanne Morgan. Yes, I've been watching her a lot. She is hilarious with that southern accent. Leanne Morgan. And, of course, our own Catholic Jen Fulweiler that has moved from Catholic radio talk show to stand-up comedian all over the country and sick kids along her side so um so those are some good clean uh, comedy jen fulweiler catholic leanne morgan she's a christian brian reagan uh laugh your way to a better marriage with mark gunger Jeannie robinson so uh there is clean entertainment out there so maybe we can maybe if one of your kids wants to be an actor or comedian tell them to keep it clean all right, we'll go to our phones here. Annie from Pennsylvania. Annie Anonymous, welcome to the show. This is Colleen Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal, here to help you today. How can I help you, Annie? What's your question? Hi, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I'll try to unpack this the best I can. Okay. Um, so I have a 21-year-old daughter who mm-hmm. is gone to a school that she was recruited for basketball 
and academics, almost a full ride. It's a Catholic college, and um, prior to that, she was at a community college. And uh, about four weeks before she graduated from her community college, she met a boy. Okay. And um, we raised our, all of our children Catholic. Um, I was actually born and raised evangelical. Um, so I have family members that are of the Baptist, Methodist, that sort of thing. Basically, mm-hmm. the bottom line is Christian. We all love Jesus. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I'm trying to present this so it it doesn't sound unloving as a lot of what your show has talked about today. Um, so the my daughter uh, went across the country to this this school. Um, it's about ten hours from our hometown. And shortly thereafter, about five or six weeks later, the boyfriend followed. Oh. Um, he he is a um, non-denominational Christian, mm-hmm. okay, which we thought, great, fine and dandy, love Jesus, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Um, what, what's occurred um, when school started this fall is we had received about three crying phone calls. I don't know if I can do this. Mm. Um, and then the second meaning call what, was... That she can't do it, meaning the boyfriend or meaning school? I, I, I don't know if I can oh. do school, and she's going to nursing school. I don't know if I can do basketball, which is the means of her talent paying the way to get her education. Mm. And so the second call came about about week four of school, and she announced that she and her boyfriend had been attending a new church. And she now was in love with God and wanted to follow God completely and has this revelation. Um, Which, you know, any parent that hears that is like, wonderful, you're getting closer to Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, The third call, coming about another week and a half, two weeks later, I think I want to quit school. I want to follow God completely. I'm going to quit basketball. Okay. So, um, we uh, we talked her off the ledge that weekend, um, explaining that, you know, God is your light, Christ is your drive, you always do your best with the talents that you're given. Mm-hmm. So, I, I flew out there and um, kind of got to the bottom of some of the situation. And so, what my deduction was is that, the boyfriend and this new church they're attending is very literal, and that's where the mixed message came through. I was wondering if it was a cult the way you were talking. I'm like, oh, no, what if it's a cult? I, well, <laughs> it, it feels, it, it, it's very, very... It's strong tricky. fundamentalist. Um, oh, persuasive. Yes, yes. So it's leading you to the, so, that church, that denomination, rather than directly to God. Well, but in the name of God. Okay, I mean, all right, it, okay. Super. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, I think, turned the corner of her quitting. Um, I okay. did reach out to their pastor because I'm kind of a, I'm a very straight shooter. You okay, know, I'm good. Like, What's going on here? I said, do you realize what you're preaching has Ooh. caused my daughter to take that literally and she wants to quit school now? <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. And so he, he, because she's so ingrained in this, um, he had words with her and said, you know, hey, you need to use your talent. So now she's trying, okay, um, with that piece. Mm-hmm. But the part that 
Uh, the battle that I guess we're we're ticking, and this is where I would like some advice on words, words of comfort, wisdom. When I'm conversating with the both of them, is they they are living together. Oh, and that goes against oh. our. Um, oh, it's wrong. That goes against. It's wrong. Yeah, she's living in sin. You and can't make so, a good decision while you're living in sin. Paul, Saint Paul says that. It's, it's, it's so contradictory to this Christianity lifestyle that they're claiming to lead. And that's, that's a lie. Makes now I'm mad. So this, is the battle, <laughs> this is the battle my husband and I have decided to pick on. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm coming to visit you, but I'm not staying with you. I'm getting a hotel. You know, and and I said you need to get in with your teammates. You need to get a house with your team. Um, I don't know. I guess one of the questions I have is, you know, in the sports world, you can seem like an overbearing parent if you really even say boo to the coach about anything too yeah. much. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I don't know what to do. Um, okay. I'm just treading water lightly so I don't make her you know, fight or flight, fight, you know. Leave. Right, but you can do this by asking questions. You're not necessarily pushing her away. Just say, whoa, say, can this church really be telling you to follow God when it says it's okay to fornicate? I mean, God does not want people to live together outside of marriage. That's very clear. And you made it clear to her that God wants people to develop their talents. So to live in sin, you're not making any good decisions. So I would I would really go the fireman route. The house is on fire. I would challenge her not just to move apart, but to quit going to that church. Just say, take a couple months off from now till Christmas. I'm glad you're in love with God. Go see him at the Adoration Chapel, even if you have to go out there and, and take her there. Just say, let's go see Jesus in the Adoration Chapel and just be quiet and listen to him. Because I believe that the if this church that you're going to accepts living together, changing your uh, schedule, leaving your faith, they're not leading you in the right direction. And so, and I would I would even think, make her question if she would break up with the boyfriend. I would say, could you give yourselves two two months? Just say, you're so confused. You're being so persuaded. I think you need a break and just time with our Lord, the, the God that you grew up with, with Holy Communion, with confession. So I'm, I would say you're going to challenge her to... Live apart starting November and December, two months off from this relationship. Don't even see this guy. Because right now, she might be just caught up in the hormones and the emotions of it, that bonding hormone of oxytocin that makes you believe your relationship is deeper than it actually is. So she's under the influence of this this, this happy um, romance drug and making really bad decisions. So just say, let's focus on your studies and your basketball for these two months. Or actually, basketball lasts through January. So take these couple months, take a break from the boyfriend, a break from that church, get, you know, see if she's willing to just go to the Adoration Chapel with you and just calm herself down. So it might take a weekend trip out there to do that and then challenge her to pray each day. And give her maybe a morning offering or pray to Our Father. Maybe that's uh, a prayer that would be uh, common from both of the churches. But introduce her to um, coming back to Mass, to going to confession. Um, because 
question that. Just say, is what you're doing really making you happy? It doesn't seem to be. It's making her more confused, and it's leading her to make bad decisions. We can't make good decisions when we're living in sin. So guide her out of that situation by having her first take a break and get close to our Lord in the Eucharist and pray, pray, pray that the Holy Spirit touches her heart and moves her to good. Are your taste buds feeling neglected? Calasanti's Market in Highland is here to help. Step one, visit Snook's Butcher Shop for Piedmontese beef, fresh seafood, and in-house smoked sausage and jerky. Step two, grab your party trays and hot homemade catering at the deli. Step three, choose from dozens of mouth-watering desserts at the bakery. It's never too late to give your taste buds the help they need. Calasanti's Market on South Milford Road in Highland. Fresh food, friendly people. The following is a medical moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Schindler, brother of Terry Schiavo. Can you imagine receiving a phone call from your child's roommate while they are away at college telling you that your son or daughter had an accident and has been admitted to the emergency room, but they don't know anything more? In a panic, you call around the hospitals asking about your child. However, instead of being helped, you are told they cannot share information with you because of HIPAA privacy. You are terrified, worried sick for your child. How do you prevent this situation from happening to you? A healthcare durable power of attorney. This legal document will appoint you as their healthcare agent, granting you the rights to all information in an emergency and to make medical decisions on their behalf. As soon as you are able to, you need your child to sign these documents in order to prevent the nightmarish situation we've just discussed. They must be signed, stored, and easy to access so that you can have them at your fingertips the moment disaster strikes. This medical moment brought to you by MyLifeAngels.com. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. Welcome to Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. How do we carefully use our words and our emotions and our actions to draw someone to the Lord or back to the Lord? By emulating Jesus, how he treated the people that he encountered. Zacchaeus, come down, I want to go out to dinner with you. Uh, Bartimaeus is blind and now he can see. The woman at the well, you really need some living water. <laughs> and she went out and converted the whole town. So so look at all the, the Gospels, look at the Scriptures, listen to the, the Epistles, the words of St. Paul, and read those, not just at Mass on Sunday, but during the week as well. And we will get advice from, from those teachings, the teachings of the saints, the teachings in the Catechism. And then here on Mass Appeal, we get this practical 
advice, these words to say, okay, how do I bring this person back? How do I respond to this with mercy and love together? How do I sometimes use that magnanimous love? When do I practice those spiritual works of mercy to admonish the sinner and instruct the ignorant? Are the, when are they ready to hear that message, to counsel the doubtful, to pray for them? When am I enabling and when am I really helping step them out of their problem? Give me a call with your question or personal problem. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825. 877-5-PEP-TALK. We got a call or a message from Irene. We got your message that you called two weeks ago and you were still waiting for Kent to call you. I'm so sorry. I thought he had made all the calls. Maybe the, the number was written down wrong or something. So if you had emailed uh, my husband, Kent Mast at Yahoo.com about the X39 um, LifeWave phototherapy patches, and you, he didn't get back to you, just um, leave your number with the call screener, and, and he will call you back. So sorry, Irene, that um, you didn't get a call back. Um, thanks for leaving your number with Melissa, and he will call you soon. So thanks for that. Okay, we've got suggestions for good quality entertainment. We talked about some good comedy, and people uh, let me know right over the top of the hour. So Patricia from Nebraska, um, listening to Spirit Catholic Radio, um, what are your ideas for clean quality comedy and entertainment? Go ahead. You're on the air now, Patricia. Go to um, Bible studies. We I do that every every week. I also in the mornings before I my family gets up, I I have the Bible and I uh, read this Living with Christ. That's a good way to do it. Mm. And then I watch these Hallmark movies that they have. And I'm uh, I try to uh, get good comedies like uh, Jimmy Fallon. He has good ones or something. But I was also interested in in the patches. I have uh, arthritis real bad mm-hmm. and uh you got you gave his address and stuff so when my son gets up i have a 52 year old son his birthday is going to be next month but i'm going to have him uh contact your your um place to uh you know see about that okay. and another thing is uh, that last caller boy did that hit, the, hit me out right because i have the same situation it's not quite as bad i have three great grandchildren my husband and i will have been will be married um 60 years in uh um june and we have a, a granddaughter uh her dad died about 11 and a half years ago and she uh is living with a man and uh I want to get those children baptized. I'm like, we're having a Bible study on St. Monica, and I'm like, I'm over St. Augustine, uh, you know, reading her life and everything. And uh, then another thing we do is uh, every day I say about four rosaries. I've got a statue of the Blessed Virgin right in my house, and I uh, and we got Sacred Heart out. And then this uh, Thursday uh, they have a mass at our. Uh, Highland Park, which is a, for, you know, people that are, can't do anything. So I went over there and I did the readings. I have a, I have a walker and my husband didn't go to, or my son, cause my son goes to Scott's Bluff and has mm-hmm. a lady with his medication. But mm-hmm. next week we're gonna go. But I like to visit the people because, you know, they don't have people that, uh, come around sometimes. So I like oh, to visit nice. them. Oh, nice. Good for you. So you're doing good. One of the ladies. I wanted to visit. She was out doctoring, but um, I uh, I watch these Hallmark movies, and I like and I've. Got-
gotten some of the movies from uh, DVDs from the um, Leaflet magazine. I'll have to wait oh, yeah. till he gets up because I don't know how to do it, my son. Yeah. And then uh, we we have a, a, a son that's in a mental institution, so he's uh, we we can't visit him. So he is a lot of uh, my son gets gives him a lot of stuff, and he's trying to come. Uh, my husband has diabetes, and it's hard for him to travel. So he's uh, he's working, and he's trying to get uh, so he can get closer to us, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know in a way. I can understand what one of the ladies was saying about uh, not wanting kids because at first I didn't want the, the fourth child, the one that's the biggest help for me. And I oh. said, if I didn't have him, I didn't oh. know what I would do, you know. Oh, yes. Portion, I can't go up and down this steps. He, he did the mow and he can't do it anymore. Now, and today we're having a little bit of snow, so I'm staying in. It's too cold. Well, thanks be to God that you had the number of children God wanted you to have because we don't want to miss out on that. And you're right. And so that's why we're not afraid. Uh, you know, like people are afraid of running out of money before they die, you know, when they're facing their retirement um, savings or their, their pension plans. And I think having a lot of kids, one of them's bound to be able to take care of you so so i did want to respond to something you said though so that's a great idea listen to hallmark you do your bible study in the morning um but i i think grandparents have a greater power than you know so you said it was your great granddaughter that is um living with someone outside of marriage but so as a grandparent or a great grandparent you have tremendous power so what you can say is hey you know that's wrong don't you come on yeah we know that wrong you can be bold with no filter when you're a grandparent or great especially great-grandparents because they can think you're senile but you call their conscience out so you say hey you know you shouldn't be doing that don't you didn't didn't anybody teach you that oh come on grandma say no come on before i die i want to pass on the faith i'm not going to be passing on sin down to my um all of my you know kids and grandkids so i mean you can just great grandmothers can really be bold and just call them out on it straight you know i love you you know i don't want you living in sin let's call it what it is you know you know that we in our day we used to call those prostitutes i know you're not a prostitute you want to be a good girl then don't move in with that guy or move out with them and wait until marriage so being a great grandma gives you tremendous power because you don't have to be as gentle as the parents do because they're going to say oh that was my grandma but or my great grandma but you will touch their conscience and they will think about it so matter of factly cheerfully say hey you know i've only got you know 25 more years on this earth and i want to make sure i'm passing on my faith to you so challenge her on that so um, so go ahead, take your great-grandma power and do that and keep uh, sharing that clean entertainment uh, with yourself and others. And uh, if you want to um, yeah, have your son, give my um, husband, Kent Mass at Yahoo.com, a contact, um, you know, and tell him about arthritis and the diabetes and all that stuff, and uh, he'll help you get on the, the patches that can help you. So thanks for the call, Patricia. But call out that admonish the sinner, instruct the ignorant spiritual works of mercy and bring people to Christ. On the next epiphany. Strive for peace with all men and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Vanessa Denhagarmo here. Marcelo Paulos Garcia will be talking about spiritual maintenance in her documentary, Peregrina. Pro-life warrior Monica Miller invites us to support Ohio in the fight to protect life. Epiphany, weekdays at noon. 
on Ave Maria Radio. What responsibility does social media bear in promoting the truth? The Catholic Catechism notes that in our modern society, the communications media plays a major role in societal information, cultural promotion, and formation. Since society has a right to information that is based on truth, justice, freedom, and solidarity, every segment of the communications culture bears a heavy responsibility for the common good. Media content within the bounds of justice and charity must be true and complete and communicated honestly and properly. The Catechism cautions us to be vigilant rather than passive consumers of information in order to resist unwholesome influences. Journalists are urged to respect the facts while still observing charity by not stooping to defamation of individuals. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Light of the East, weekends on Ave Maria Radio. I'm Father Thomas Loya. This week on Ave Maria, so ancient yet so new, how late have I found thee. The words of St. Augustine to our Lord might also be the words of those who have found a place with the Eastern Catholic Churches. Now on Ave Maria Radio's newest FM stations, 105.5 FM in Southfield and 107.9 FM in Ann Arbor. Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio, where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. And we were getting ready for this weekend's gospel of loving God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, loving our neighbor as ourselves, the greatest commandment, and how do we love ourselves by growing in virtue, becoming more like Christ, growing in patience and kindness, and loving others, real love includes those spiritual works of mercy of admonishing the sinner and instructing the ignorant. So if you really love somebody, you're not going to leave them in their sin. If somebody was chained to a tree and they were hungry, would you bring them a plate of food? Is that love? Or would you unchain them from the tree? Being caught in the slavery of sin is like being chained to that tree. And if we truly love someone, we were going to guide them or help them break those chains to sin. So admonishing the sinner, instructing the ignorant, counseling the doubtful are really important spiritual works of mercy. Just as important as the corporal works of mercy of feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, clothing the naked. Corporal and spiritual, body and soul, all one person. Okay, give us a call if you're figuring out how to practice those. 877 573 This is Colleen Kelly Mast. You can learn more about my work or contact me through my website, respect the number four, the letter U, respectforyou.com. Okay, we got Roberta from Massachusetts next on the line. Thanks for calling, Roberta. You are on the air now. Were you talking about entertainment or loving or admonishing the sinner? What's your comment or question today, Roberta? 
Good morning, Ms. Cohen. I love your show so much. Uh, I was moved uh, so much today by what you were speaking about, um, admonishing the sinner of uh, self-examination. Um, a while back last year, um, uh, the Knights of Columbus had a movie at our St. John Paul Church in Hyannis, Massachusetts, um, where uh, it was um, no greater love. One of the producers was Donnie Wahlberg. I had tears running down my face. Mm. I was so inspired by that movie that I truly, truly wish that it would make it on the big screen for all of us. Because uh, it is, uh, I realize that many times I cannot admonish the sinner because I'm a greater sinner than my children. Right. And I am so inspired by both Mother Teresa and Mother Angelica mm. and St. Monica. Mm-hmm. Strong women that prayed for their, and, and, and worked in their, their loves with their hands, their yes, lives. Yes, yeah. Put God first, God's way, not mine. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to share that because you inspired me today with your program to call in, which I don't normally do. Well, thank you so much for calling. So the movie you saw was No Greater Love about Mother Teresa, and it didn't make the big screen, but it's making the rounds at different churches is what you said? It's making the rounds through the Knights of Columbus. Oh, okay. Um, Danny Wahlberg, who is Mark Wahlberg's um, brother in Uh South Boston, um, he ended up in prison, and he did not, Mother Teresa visited him. And changed his life. Oh, wow. Okay, that and, is some good, inspiring and there's, and there's parts of the, there's parts in the movie that just make my, gives me chills because there's another part where she, they show the Sulamari Mosque, where my mother was baptized, by the way, um, back, um, my, my grandparents during the, uh, they had to flee uh, Turkey for, during the Ottoman Empire and settled in the north end of Boston. Um, my grandmother was uh, the music instructor to the Sultan of Turkey back then, and they had to flee. Um, uh, and I, I, I don't need to talk too much, but my mm-hmm. my grandmother, you know, with the COVID, that uh, uh, died during the the Spanish flu epidemic, which was similar to what we've been through with the uh, COVID nineteen. Okay. Oh, I was so I. I... I'm glad you called about that um, movie when we were talking about entertainment. And uh, and I just looked it up. I was just checking right now on, uh, just did a little search for it, and I found the No Greater Love movie trailer. There are some other movies that aren't good called No Greater Love, but I see the one with Mother Teresa on the front. There's a two-minute trailer at the Knights of Columbus Supreme Council, No Greater Love trailer, the Mother Teresa movie. So if your Knights of Columbus has not put it on yet for your parish roberta tells us that it's a very inspiring film about uh, mother Teresa, who's who visited mark Wahlberg's brother in prison and they made a beautiful movie out of it so uh, if knights of columbus is helping promote this let's get that out there and those of you guys who are knights show it again find a good occasion uh, new year's or advent or lent or something like that and show it in your area so i'm going to check that out as well we can all use some inspiration instead of uh, dirty entertainment part of loving ourselves is keeping our mind pure all right time for our break uh we will be back to talk to ann right after this message 
Do you have an unrelated twin, a doppelganger, walking around somewhere? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. Scripture points to many who may have been actual twins. Doubting Thomas, one of the twelve apostles, may have been a twin. His surname is Didymus, which means double or twofold. Is it possible for each of us to have a twin of sorts, an unrelated person who so closely resembles us that they pass for a twin? Research cited by Dr. Peter Atia indicates that 99.9% of the human genome is identical across all humans. So it is possible that at least one of the billions on Earth could have a slight bit more genetic material that makes them look like me or you. But it isn't just looks. Even certain behavior studies tend to be more similar in lookalikes. The next time someone says you look like George Clooney, research says it's possible. For more on this, look for the Journey Strong tab at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. In the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, Paul uses an image about building things in reference to how we are building our lives and characters. It is up to us to design and build on truth, on Christ. So look at your own personality. Are you mean to others? Do you have rocky relationships with people? Are you patient and loving to family members or do you yell a lot? I don't often realize the tone of my own voice until my daughter points it out that I'm yelling or raising my voice. She tunes me out. What about our interests? Are we consumed by technology shopping or gossiping? Or do we spend time in charity helping others and lifting people up? What do you value? Do you value honesty and speaking truth? See, all these aspects of our lives are reflective of how we are building our lives. We must ask when reflecting on this, how are we living? Is Jesus at the center of it all? This has been a Christ Center communication message. I'm Vanessa Denhagarmo, a communications evangelist and host of Epiphany. Is this our last segment already? To Mass Appeal, the Saturday morning live show on Catholic Radio where you can get some free and friendly advice from a Catholic perspective. The number to get on today's show with your question or personal problem is 877-573-7825, 877-5-PEP-TALK. We were also sharing some ideas on... Pure entertainment that we can be entertained without making our minds filthy. If we're going to love God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, all our strength, love our neighbor as well as love ourselves. We want to keep our minds pure because we love God and love ourselves enough to do that. We also have included today loving, part of loving others is admonishing the sinner. We've got to call people out. Sometimes we have to do it in a funny way. Sometimes we do it in a gentle way. Sometimes we have to just help them with some practical things first before we call them to repentance, but continue to bring people to Christ. Okay, our last caller today will be Anne from Nebraska listening on Spirit Catholic Radio. We're celebrating a big anniversary this year. I know I'll be out there in the spring for one of their quarterly celebrations. So, um, Anne, I hope to see you there later on in 2024. So, what's your question today? Good morning. Um, <clears throat> I have a teenage son. He's 16. Um little background. So we homeschooled up until probably about seventh grade for him. 
and he was bullied quite a bit when he entered into the school system, and we did send him to Catholic school. Um, so now that he's 16, he's adapted a lot of practices that we have never condoned, like cussing, listening oh. to rap music that has really bad lyrics to it, mm. um, just kind of driving a little recklessly. Mm. Um, and he's never been a very big talker, which I get that boys, my husband tells mm-hmm. me that's a guy thing. Yeah. Um, but he is not one to volunteer information. My mother's heart sometimes gives me the thought that he's just kind of hiding stuff from not hiding mm. but not being truthful or volunteering not not communicating with us very much um my daughter found him vaping in the garage he says he doesn't do it anymore he got it from somebody at school um, but he said he doesn't want to do it anymore um so i'm just my husband is threatening to take him out of school he's a junior mm-hmm. and he's threatening to take him out of the school to homeschool him again mm-hmm. and um my son said something that i asked him what he meant by this cuz i'm not sure what he meant but he said well if you do that i'll just be removed from reality and so he did not know what that word meant even for himself so those are <laughs> Okay. All right. So there's some background there. Well, first of all, it reminded me of the video I just watched last night that I often recommend to my life coaching uh, married couples. And there's a, a video on YouTube called Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage by Mark, Mark Gunger. And he also, Mark Gunger also has one. He's a Protestant minister, Mark Gunger, G-U-N-G-O-R. And he also has uh, a video on uh, maybe 10 or 20 minutes on the male brain and the female brain. So what you said about your son, and just reminded me of laughing about how the male brain works. So, right, the male brain works differently. Their communication is different. And, and then your son has a certain temperament. And add to that, he's trying to hide some things because he's feeling guilty. So if you raised him well, he was homeschooled, he knows that cussing, rap music, driving too fast, uh, vaping, he knows those things are wrong. So that's where that um, – so that – it contributes even more to his wanting to be secretive because we learn in the scriptures and we see in all the, the, the stories of faith and redemption that the people like to stay in the dark when they want to live in sin. And so bringing that out to the light is good. And actually, Anne, I agree with your husband and your, your son just misunderstands that you, you will not escape from reality. Reality is heaven reality is that we are made in the image and likeness of god and we are made to only be happy when we are connected to god that's what reality is and so you could in, instead of arguing with him or disagreeing um you might re, your husband might remind your son to say you know you said we'd be away from reality like no this school you go to is not facing reality they're all behind a mask they're hiding behind a mask they're not connected to God they're trying anything for attention or what they're trying to do in their vaping and rap music is escape from reality and so he's got the, the a false notion of reality so to help him understand what is real is 
gardening, for example. You plant a seed in the ground and God grows it. What is real is Jesus is present in the Eucharist. What is real is that when we sin, we can be forgiven through the sacrament of reconciliation. What is real is that he's given this strong physical body that should be doing some manual labor, you know, building or carving or, you know, learning about something intriguing like science or electricity, not about cussing and driving too fast and rap music. So the, the environment he's in right now at 16 years old in the high school, if he's picking up some of these bad habits, that is not his reality. His reality is he's the son of God. He was made in the image and likeness of God. He came from you and your husband. And his task is to develop his skills and talents and find out how he can make a contribution to the world. And when he does that, then he's going to find his reality. When he develops himself and gives of himself, when he becomes a gift of himself in love, that's what Pope John Paul II told us over and over about the theology of body. When we become a gift of ourselves and start serving others, that's when we find ourselves. Vatican II says that as well. You find yourself when you become a gift of yourself. So just say somebody's lied to you about what reality is. Reality is developing who you are because you have a unique personality, a, a unique talent. Actually, you can take them to the, the website temperamentquiz.com. Com, temperamentquiz.com and have him learn what his temperament is what his strengths and weaknesses are and, um, and then he'll realize what he has to work with and take looking at his weaknesses developing those into strengths this is the kind of thing we do in, when I do life coaching with teenagers as well and to see that what he's doing is not helping him be the best person he can be it's not really making him happy he's escaping reality okay that's what vaping does that's what uh, getting lost in the rap music does and teach him about sound i mean sound waves are good for us if they have the beautiful tones to them so think of gregorian chant think of classical music think of tones throughout history that lifted up our spirits rap music is a set of tones that harms the the brain and the human spirit so his thing about what is reality, he's got somebody lied to him about what reality is. And if your husband is willing to pull, pull him out of school at 16 and homeschool him, go for it. My daughter at 16 wanted me to homeschool her, and I was at first hesitant. Because I thought, okay, she's, you know, she needs all this social, you know, social life, but she could have social life after three o'clock. So she even asked me. She says, "Mom, you know, we would get closer." So, uh, so I'd say, go ahead, homeschool, um, take him out, teach him what real reality is, and help him become the person that God created him to be. So, thanks for the call, Anne. We all need to do this for our children. Help him be who God wants him to be. This is Colleen Kelly Mast on Mast Appeal, reminding you to be good, do good, live in God's love, and spread that good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. Mast Appeal is produced by Ave Maria Radio and broadcast through the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Copies can be purchased or free downloads can be found at the Ave Maria website, AveMariaRadio.net. If you have a comment or question for Colleen, write to Colleen at AveMariaRadio.net or Mass Appeal at AveMariaRadio.net. And listen for Mass Appeal Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 Eastern Time for free, friendly advice from a Catholic perspective.
weekdays at 10 a.m., there's more to life. Fighting fair. No one likes arguing with others, especially the people close to us. Is conflict ruining your relationships? We'll help you get your communication back on track. Weekdays at 10 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio. This week on Christ is the Answer, Father John talks about truth and the Feast of Freedom. It's no secret that the world we live in today has become increasingly secularized. Sunday has just become another day, forgotten of the reverence it once held in our culture. What does it mean to keep the Sabbath day holy? Doesn't that limit my freedom? 